Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What is going on everybody? My name is Cotter Lawler. Welcome to the week of Hero or Zero. This is the Here's Fryer podcast. We're back again talking one comic book character as we do every single week. We talk their good points, their bad points and just generally give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. As always I am joined by my partner in crime Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean how is it going? Not bad. And you? <laughs> I find that because this is not the first time we've talked today, so no. it just in regards to like then we have to start the show and pretend like we were just meeting for the first time. Pretend like we've bumped into each other on the street, <laughs> just with two microphones. Oh, Jesus! How's it going? Tis yourself, boy. How are you? <laughs> um, but this is Hero Zero, Sean. Now, normally you choose Marvel characters. I choose DC characters. Um, yes. And some have said your characters are normally more well-rounded, your stories. More, just more love is put into them. So I've been trying to put that to bed by doing 75-minute reports since we started the show. <laughs> that, that is true, yes. <laughs> that so, is your style. And so this week, we are going to be doing a character that has been seen on TV in the Arrowverse... Uh, for a short period of time, but it's a character that I would say is very unknown in the grand scheme of things. That is Ragman. Sean, how, Ragman. What, do you know about, what do you know about Ragman? Ragman, you were told me about Ragman. Is Ragman dead or something? He, he's not dead, but he is very associated with dead people. Right, okay. Is he, is he like a Grim Reaper type man? Um, not really, not Fuck. really. Well, he's he, the, thing it, about Ragman, <laughs> the thing about Ragman is that um, he has two origins kind of thing. So he has an origin pre-Crisis on Infinite Earths, and then after Crisis in 86 or 85, uh, he has a different origin. Now, I have the two origins here. The first one I kind of like, but the second one is kind of the one we're probably going to go off more so. Um... But in regards to Ragman, he was created in 1976 for his first appearance. 
Um, and he was created by artist Joel Kubert and writer Robert Knier. Uh, sorry if I'm butchering Mr. Knier's name. Um, he was basically cre- created to compete with Marvel's X-Men and characters oh. like Warlock over on Marvel. Right, okay. Mm. Okay. And during the 70s, the popularity of darker heroes was growing because you could you can kind of go off Batman even. Like, Batman was getting darker by the day since the 60s comic or the 60s TV show said Batman was very dark and so the rest of DC kind of followed suit so in this time they were very much throwing darker and darker characters because they were the ones that were most popular okay yeah and wasn't there a bunch of like the comics code authority they got real lenient in the 70s and you could start to use like horror and gore and stuff a lot more yeah and and because Marvel's X-Men and say Warlock like they were dark but they were also like uh they were like some of them were mystical in their powers even like or they could do certain things like you did cloak and dagger last week like that guy literally has a demon inside him yes Um, so like that's what they were doing over at marvel so dc kind of said they'd follow suit and ragman would be the one to fit the bill so his name is rory reagan um, and he's actually one of the very few major characters in comic books who is Jewish. Um, the only oh. other one I can think of is the Ting from Fantastic Four. But um, he's probably one of the most famous Jewish heroes, is Ragman. Um, he was raised by his single father. This is the original origin. So he was raised by his single father, Jerry Reagan, after his mother died when he was young. So Jerry owned the local junk shop. Rags and Tatters was the name of the shop. Very um, good. And, and he promised Rory that they would get rich. Rory joined the United States Army and served in the Vietnam War, while Jerry would spend every night drinking with his buddies in the junkyard behind their shop. What a legend. One night, what a, what a few cans with the lads, right on. <laughs> um, so one night, Jerry and his friends discovered a mattress stuffed with money in the yard. And they agreed their lives were spent and decided to finally make Rory rich. So they were going to give the money to Rory. Uh, good fathering. Like, yeah. it's, we found this money, but it's we can use it to build up my son. Because we're all kind of older now and we're, our, our lives are done. Yeah, like he can be better than us. Yeah. Unfortunately, the gangster who hid the mattress came to get it and held them at gunpoint. Immediately after, um, Rory turns up. Um, and so all the gangsters are there holding these guys hostage. Um, and they held them at gunpoint, demanding the location of the buddy. And they were oh, like, no. where did you put it? Where did you put it? Jerry and his pals held their tugs even when the gangsters shot down the power lines on top of them. Rory arrived and tried to pull them out, each man locking hands at a human chain. And then the electricity wire touched the one at the bottom, and the electricity surged through them, grounding out through Rory. The gangsters departed, believing they had all been killed. However, Rory was alive. Um, All of the other men in the chain passed away, but somehow he survived. Right. He now possessed the strength of all of the other men in the chain. He's got the strength of ten men. He does. But interestingly, these men were not just normal men. There was a circus strongman. There was a former heavyweight boxer. No. There was maybe a prize-winning acrobat. Um, And he also found uh, a tattered costume that was made of rags. That he wore to a costume party, and so Rory used the, he used that uh, costume with his newfound powers 
to be like, I'm going to make the streets a better place. That kind of thing. Okay, fair enough. So the original origin is very much like, it's classic 70s hero where everyone he knows is dead and then he just dons some rags and then somehow he gets superpowers through electricity and then he's going to just fight crime. Yeah, like he's got no emotional attachment to anyone anymore. But he has all the money and power that he needs. And so that's that's literally all he was for the first bit. But after Crisis on Infinite Earths, they decided to completely rejig the character. They kept some parts, uh, mostly in terms of like all of the powers of different people inside him, but in a different way. So Ragman was not part of the DC universe for a long time after Crisis on Infinite Earths. So, this, so in 92, the character was reinvented by Keith Giffen. And many aspects of the pre-Crisis Ragman remained the same. His name was the same. His father, Jerry, was as giving as he was before. Jerry was meant to be like this servant in the community. Like, he was a really nice man. Um, okay. And both Jerry and Rory worked at the same pawn shop, Rags and Tatters. This time, however, things go bad when some hoods try to take over the, pa- the pawn shop to use it as a front for drugs. When the Regans refuse, not the drugs. When Re- when the Regans re- Regans refuse, they are both beaten. Rory is scared and left for dead in the slums of Gotham. Like Jerry is literally beaten to death. Oh fuck! Oh no! Yes. And also, the slums of Gotham is like a horrible Go- place to be. Gotham is already a slum. It's all like, slum. So <laughs> it's literally ninety nine percent slum, and then you have the Wayne Tower or the Wayne House on the top of the hill. Yeah, that's it. Those are your landmarks. Um, Rory was luckily found by a hopeless friend and taken to a hospital where they managed to save his life. Um, and of course, he has a homeless friend because the rags and tatters shop, it's a pawn shop, but it's one of those where like, the poorest of the poor would go in there looking for any bit of money. And uh, it was said that Jerry was like very good and that he'd overpaid them for whatever they were given. Or like if someone didn't come back to collect if something they'd left in there and say, oh, you have to t- choose to come back, he would just keep it to the side. Like, he wouldn't resell it. He'd be like, ah, they'll yeah. come back eventually. Yeah, and then and there'll be... And that's why... He, he, like, he's one of the genuinely, like... He seems like one of the best parents slash father figures in comics. So, really, he needs to be beaten to death. Absolutely, that's the only thing fit for him. <laughs> it's the only thing. So, Rory was luckily, as I said, found by the homeless friend. And while he, he was brought to the hospital, and while he was recovering, two crooks working for the drug dealers take over the pawn shop, posing as Rory's aunt and uncle. <laughs> we're oh, Rory no. and Jerry. They've gone to a wedding, but we're here, we're their aunt and uncle. What can you do? Why are you at the wedding? Well, you know, just don't like them. Yeah, no, just no, no, no. Like working, you know? <laughs> we just love working for a pawn shop. Um, the criminals had no idea that Rory survived a beating. And when Rory gets out of the hospital and discovers the criminal's deception, he attempts to break into the pawn shop to gather further evidence of the criminal activities that they are doing. While in the shop, he opens a box that is filled with rags. And as soon as he opens it, the rags cover his body like a suit and he becomes Ragman. Oh, this is different than how it happened before. Very, very much different. Originally, it, the Ragman costume was literally a Halloween costume his father had, but in the newer retold version, the rags themselves have magical properties. Okay, I'll yeah, I'll I'll stick with you. 
Um, and with the suit, Rory attacks and kills the man posing as his uncle. And the suit absorbs the woman posing as his aunt. Absorbs her? Absorbs her, yes, yeah, Sean. In, into the suit? Into the suit, into the rack. What? This is ridiculous, I love it. <laughs> the patches surround her and she becomes one of the patches that he wears as part of the costume. Holy shit. Yes. What? <laughs> After this, he attacks and kills all the criminals he can find that are involved with the drugs and the death of his father. And, oh, he's, so he'll kill? He's going around because it's very much Amazing Spider-Man when he, he's going around killing all the criminals that killed his father. Anger and vengeance, yeah. I'm yeah. with you. And the, remember... He, the suit absorbs people <laughs> their souls so, uh, as, and are they ever fully dead like do they find rest oh sure there's so many different ways they could do it sometimes the body is just like a shell like the body is there and the soul is taken oh Jesus yeah that's awful yeah Rory is later confronted by a rabbi now at this point he's just wearing some magical rags he doesn't know where it's come from and it's kind of a thing where he's just like, I've got lots of power, I'm going to fuck up all these criminals. Yeah, it's, it's just like, I'm taking my chance, I'm doing it now, I, I might not have these powers forever. Uh, he is later confronted by a rabbi who knows the story of the ragman, and he tells Rory that he is only the latest person in a long line to be the ragman, going back to 1500 AD. The first ragman was in the 16th century, and he was created by the Council of Rabbis, as a way to look after people, because um, in the Jewish folklore they have a golem or a, a golem. I don't a know how golem. to pronounce that. Yeah, and that was kind of their thing. But they felt like they needed a human influence, so they created this ragman hero. Be like, you're going to be our person that's going to be able to protect us for the good of all Jewish people everywhere. Well, that's cool. Yeah, and so it was like a thing that's passed down generation to generation. It's like and a man. Yeah, and in World War Two, the ragman was none other than Jerry Regan, Rory's father. Oh, okay. So that's why yeah. the, he had the rags in in the house, essentially. Yeah, and the ragman was defending a Jewish community by German soldiers. So Jerry was defending a Jewish community by German soldiers in World War Two. Uh, the ragman helped that all he could, all he could, and it was believed the suit was destroyed due to the fire. Fire is obviously a weakness of the costume. It's like a ma- it's the main it's the main weakness. Of It'll the burn all the rags. It'll burn all the rags. It's made of it's made of silk. You know what I mean? Um, oh, fucking the, the rabbi then decides that he will also train Rory on how to use the suit properly. He tells Rory that the rags are evil souls, each rag being one soul. So every single square or rag on the suit is a person's soul that has been taken. Right. Yes. So does does the suit get, in a way, stronger? It, it would, yeah. For every for every soul that's taken, the suit gets stronger, but it also gets more unstable. Right, okay, I get you. Huh. Um, every time the ragman fights crime, he also has to fight the evil spirits that inhabit each rag. The rags try to control the wearer and destroy him, because they are all evil spirits of, say, murderers. So you've got like 20 murders and then you get into another fight. He has all those spirits inside the rags telling him, you should murder that guy. Kill him. Just waste him. 
just yeah, who just cares? waste them. Like, what are you going to do? And then, and all the all the souls in the suit are all evil. So it's not um, it's not like there's differing voices. Like he might have some killers, might have some kidnappers, might have, they're they're all really bad people. Yeah, they're just bad dudes all around. Yeah. Um, as a crime fighter, the ragman discovers that the leader of the drug dealers is a man named Howard Spratt. Spratt owns the slums in Gotham, which fair play to him. He does not own <laughs> too much nice stuff. And Spratt owns two- the entirety of Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> and pits two gangs against each other to keep his power. As the ragman fights criminal after criminal, he finds it harder and harder c- to control the suit. Um, the ragman goes out to finish the job against Howard Spratt, only to find he was killed by the very gangs he had been, nip- been manipulating um, beforehand. Uh, the ragman believes his mission is accomplished, but gets surprised as Batman shows up, because this is in Gotham. Of course. Um, Batman has found out about the ragman and plans on turning him into the law. He chases ragman, but is stopped by the people of the slum, who surround him to protect ragman. As they see him as one of their own, and they're like, he's a good dude. He's trying to make this place a better place. Okay, so the people stand up. So do they all know about the history of Ragman, or do they just know him as a, as I a think person? Just, I think they just know him. It might be a legend, like the legend of Ragman, but they just know him that he's kind of... He's putting away... Putting away is a loose way to say that he's murdering all of these gangs. <laughs> but he's getting them off the street. Exactly. Um, Ragman then moves to New Orleans to get away from Batman. <laughs> it is there that he stops the bloody rampage. After this, he finds it more and more difficult to control the suit. So he goes back to Gotham to talk to the rabbi again, who the rabbi very much tries to teach him as much as he can. And um, the rabbi is sadly eventually killed. Um, and the ragman chooses to fight for the principles of the rabbi and not give in to the suit. So that's like the main thing of he's kind of on the edge all the time. And then the rabbi dies and he's like, I got to honor this man. Like he's after helping me. So I got to honor him. That's quite a that's quite a nice like reason for, for doing the things that he does. Mm. Yeah. Which is uh, which is like kind of horrifying the things that he does, but he doesn't for a good reason. <laughs> True. Um, Ragman is very much seen as like he's always battling with the... Like he has all this power, but he's constantly fighting himself. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. So like, it's I, I keep drawing comparisons in my head to Cloak from Cloak and Dagger. Like, yeah. Like can absorb just, people and is, there's darkness speaking to him at all times. Maybe that was subconsciously in my head. When I was like, oh, Ragman would be a cool guy to do. Like, tell could, yeah. But it might have just been subconsciously in my head. But after this, the Ragman fought more and more creatures with mystical powers. Because, of course, seeing him kill people is not great for his superhero kind of vibe. Yeah. So they, they move more into mystical creatures and kind of things. And he fought the demons that invaded Earth. And he made himself an enemy of a demon gang known as the Diablos. It was about that time he also joined up with a superhero team called Shadow Pact which was a group of heroes with magical abilities. With um, Constantine and, in it. Yeah. I, actually, I don't know if Constantine was in it. Oh, it um, seems like the kind of thing he'd be interested he, in. I think he was in Justice League Dark. I don't know if he was in uh, Shadow Pact. I think Shadow Pact was lower level. Yeah, it wasn't like Zatanna and Constantine. It was, right, like one, it was a level below that. Oh, well, that's still a pretty good level. 
still a pretty good level. Um, in one of the stories that I read, it was called Ashes to Ashes for Ragman, and in Gotham City, Rory becomes an assistant medical examiner um, at Gordon's precinct. And on the first day of his job, he finds a corpse being fished out of Gotham Bay, which I can only assume is a fairly normal occurrence for I think it's more common than fish. <laughs> it is. If they find any fucking trout, they're like, there's something wrong. There's something, <laughs> there's something wrong with the water supply. <laughs> um, the leading medical examiner writes off the body as a suicide, since there doesn't seem to be any sign of abuse. Unbeknownst to Rory, Mayor Sebastian Hady is trying to reshape the Robbinsville district in Gotham in order to modernise the city. But the problem is, Robbinsville is a sanctuary for the homeless. And Hady has taken upon himself to pay off hired muscle into removing the undesirables, as he calls them. Why doesn't he renovate one of the many abandoned amusement parks? Because the Joker's in them. And sometimes Riddler's in them, and sometimes Penguin's in them. I just think they're... The the Land Allocation Committee in Gotham needs some work. <laughs> we may kill the homeless. <laughs> <There's> like, <laughs> one guy at the back is just like, you know there's loads of land over there. Did I fucking stutter? I said, kill the homeless. That Fuck clock sake. tower's been falling down for years. <laughs> some girl called Barbara Gordon lives there. It's fucking weird. How'd she get up all those stairs? What on that? Um, I said kill the homeless. <laughs> <laughs> Did I stutter? <laughs> Again. <laughs> Rory dons his ragman attire and heads out to Gotham slums to investigate the source of a series of arson attacks. Um, and so this guy, Hades getting his guys to basically set fire to all these poor people's homes. And because Rory is like very much a man of the slums, like that is where he grew up, they're his people, he's yeah. very much over them. Like if anything happens to them, he will look after them. Yeah, and like he won't he won't ask permission either. No, um, and because there were lots of arson attacks, the very interesting thing about this story it's it's only a short story. I just wanted to cover this for the sole reason that Ragman is able to is able to what's the word? I was going to say converse, but probably interact with the souls in his rags, and. Because they're arson attacks, Rory contacts a soul from his ragman clot that has some experience with arsonists. Uh, Vicenzo Sal- Salavata was the original firebook who died in a fire he started in 1953. And Rory contacts his soul through the rags because he's one of the rags. And he's Holy like asking shit. him tips. And he's like, where, if they were trying to set an arson, where would they be? And he's like learning from this soul. Like, oh, well, if I said I would have said it over there to get the best flow. It's like, all right, interesting, interesting. And through that, he's able to track down the guys who do it, who did it. And it was Firefly who's been hired by um, the mayor to do that. And Ragman only knows that because he's able to converse with the evil souls that are in his rags. That's really cool. That's like, yeah. It's in the way that like Batman tries to think like a criminal. He can actually like get an expert criminal and be like oh what would you do yeah and i i just i remember like reading that thinking that is so fucking cool (laughs) as a character thing just to have that there like he's very on the edge at all times like oh he could he could break off but in that situation there's nobody there's no other hero in the in the world of dc that could do that like he walks into that room and he's kind of looking around like i don't really know much about arson but i know someone who's an expert arsonist so I'm going to ask their opinion. 
Yeah, you, you, you might get something out of him. Yeah. Um, so, in terms of powers and ability, Shod, the Ragman acquires corrupted souls by absorbing them and adding them as a rag in the suit. Doing this, however, makes the Ragman very sick and very weak. The Ragman can use the physical powers of any number of the corrupted souls that make up his suit. This increases his strength, speed, and stamina with every single soul. So he gets stronger, but also more volatile with every single soul. Oh, okay. So what if he absorbed Batman? I See, I think the, the rags are set up that they only absorb evil souls, but actually that still doesn't rule out Batman. No, um, he's a monster. <laughs> he's, he's done a lot of bad things. I would say you could t- yeah, he would get all of his powers and he would get all of his uh, thoughts and intelligence. Wow. That yeah. is, that you could break that character very easily then. Very easily. Um, however, it is difficult to tap into a large number of souls at one time. So he kind of picks one or two that are were probably very strong at that time, like peak physical condition. Yeah. Pick the guy who's an Olympic athlete and then became a murderer or something. Um, they can kind of write it to whatever way he needs to be. Uh, the Ragman suit will materialize whenever he is in danger, and it can teleport the Ragman to wherever he's needed. Also, the Ragman suit can turn into other forms and weapons. The suit has shown some power of flight or levitation at some points. Um, the power appears to be more similar to flight as it involves precise movement. But there is no exact reference to how fast Ragman can fly, so he's just kind of control levitating. He's <laughs> just, just vertical is all he can do. Yeah. Uh, the suit has shown to sense the presence of evil and as such allows Rory to also sense evil. However, there has been this has been shown to be both an asset and disadvantage from time to time, as the suit has acted on its own accord before. Well, as in the suit will just take him to the evil, is it? As in the suit will literally, like, he will turn up and say, somebody used to be evil, and they were trying to reform, but, like, they were, I don't know, they, tried, they committed a crime years back. The suit will turn up and will try to immediately start killing them. You know, I like, it's, yeah. it's Spider-Man ki- instant kill mode. I get you. Okay, he doesn't have a choice in it sometimes. Yeah, um, along with the above listed abilities, the suit can also protect against physical damage by spreading that damage to other souls within the suit. Oh, fuck. Okay, yes. so he can just get, all the criminals can get punched. <laughs> yeah, it also it uses those souls up. The more damage they take, but also prevents that damage towards Ragman. So he spreads other souls out of all the murderers he has. That's twist. He's really walking a line, isn't he? The, like yeah. his character. Um, in regards to Super Strength, Ragman's varies based on the number of souls used in combat. So while there is no exact measure when he was fighting, uh, say, Blue Moon, who was determined to be at half strength, he used hundreds of souls and defeated her. So he fought Blue Moon and used hundreds of souls. Blue Moon's own strength at full is said to match Superman. So that would mean Ragman's full strength could potentially be about half or slightly greater than half of Superman's strength. But if he had enough souls to use up, it could potentially be more? Technically, yes. But he would probably have to get, like, a lot. Like, he would have to kill a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, and he probably doesn't want to do that if he doesn't have to. No, So, and because every every soul means more, like, you're more on edge at all times. Yes, yes. And so he has the souls there, he's just trying to keep a hold of them. 
and for him to take somebody else's soul, like, he has to just, like, it's like, um, he just opens slightly, like, a tiny little gap in his hands, lets another soul in, then closes it back up again. That's... He's such a cool character that I've never heard of. <laughs> yeah. Um, he also has demon sight. So in Ragman issue 3, Rory is blinded by one of his foes. And after a few moments of worry, he explains he can see in all directions, showing he can see from the soul's eyes in the rags. Oh, fuck. Yes, this is important because if it gives him an advantage over his opponents, he can see everything coming. So even when he has his eyes closed, he's looking through the eyes of the other souls in his rags. So you can't sneak up on him? No, not at all. And in a fight, he has an advantage. I just think this is all really cool. (laughs) It is, and it's really overpowered as well. Like Mm. He must be written very well that he's never... You know, excessive as a character, and and he's used. He would not be used extensively. Like in the new Fifty Two, I don't even think he's around yet. I think he Rory Reagan is a character in the new Fifty Two, but I don't think he has like a full Ragman story yet. That yeah, and they're probably saving him for some event or something like that. that he was like- kind of seen. He was kind of seen. Say he's in Gotham because, of course, Gotham has loads of heroes, but he turns up every now and then. Um, there's a, I think there's one or two stories where, say, Batman's fighting somebody who's really powerful and Ragman will just turn up. Or if Nightwing is in the slums and he needs like someone to help him look around or someone or who's being suspicious lately, like, he'll go to Ragman. Yeah, okay, okay. That's... I mean, he, he's, he's such... I, I just, what I can't get over is the ability to actually like use the information... And the skills of everyone he absorbs. Yeah. Because it's... And it's not just like... Um, like, what, what am I trying to say here? He has to like consciously tap into it. He doesn't just know the knowledge. He has to ask someone if he wants the information. Is that how it works? Because other, other, yeah, otherwise he would just have like millions of voices constantly flowing in his ears. So he has to, he has to kind of mute them all out and just pick one at a time. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, um, but he, in terms of abilities, he has lock picking. He's got um, he's got a, he does in weaknesses. He does have a vulnerability to fire, which was mentioned. So the rags that make rags. up this. They they are made of rags. Uh, they're extremely vulnerable to fire, like extremely. A weakness added by the rabbis who created the ragman as a security measure in case the suit fell into the wrong hands. Um, so that's written in as like a reason why they came up with that weakness because otherwise you would think why would they come up with that yeah but it is pretty clever Um, he also has soul pain so Rory has mentioned that the process of acquiring a new soul gives him stomach cramps and nausea like as we said he's so powerful but why he's always on the sidelines is a kind of thing where he's like if you bring him in you have to live with the fact that it could go wrong like he could go full evil if he gives in to those souls, like, or if he gets one soul too many, that he just isn't in the right frame of mind to take that soul in. Yeah, or if he's distracted at just the right time. Yeah, and then you will have, like, this incredibly dangerous being who's just full of evil. <laughs> oh, and, and if it does, if the suit doesn't, like, only take evil people, he could, he could have anyone's power. Yeah, at the minute it's set up that it can only take evil, yeah, but... But that yeah. could change, Connor. Like, he could he could take Batman, which, actually, no, still still evil. Um, <laughs> Superman. Now, that would be interesting. If he could take souls, he could just take Superman's soul without even having to fight him. 
That's fucked, man. <laughs> yeah, um, the suit can uh, he yeah the suit can steal a person's soul as long as it is still touching the body. Once the soul is absorbed, the body is left a brain dead husk, and the mind and spirit become yet another rag on the costume. The stolen soul is not affected if the physical body subsequently dies. So the stolen soul stays in the rags even if the physical body dies. Right. Okay. So once you're in the rags, you're in the rags. Yeah. Uh, absor- he also has absorbed memory recall as we were saying so the wearer can look into the memories of the absorbed soul and extract any information therein as desired it is also possible that the wearer might be able to use some of the abilities possessed by the souls in the rag suit such as using a captured sorcerer's memories to cast spells so, so <laughs> he doesn't need to be born with magic he can just do magic he can, if he, because he has the soul of the sorcerer inside him. Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. <laughs> um, he's able to sense evil souls, so the suit is drawn towards evil souls. Um, so if it's in the vicinity, he's like, there's somebody evil 20 yards that way, behind that wall. It's, it's a metal detector. Just these, yeah, yeah, basically, uh, the sensing of sins does not work on those people or beings who are not evil. So I think you have to be like full on like mass murder for him to s- sense you. Yeah, you can't just pirate music or something like that. <laughs> you couldn't just be a LimeWire. He's over there. <laughs> Get him. That's uh, so. If he's where does he stand in terms of like where does what does. What do other heroes think of him? They think he's a bit weird. They well, see, but he, I think they see him. But Rory himself is a very nice person. Like he's a very uh, he's a very good person. He takes after his father in that way. But it's just once that suit comes on, like you have to deal with the fact that it's not all Rory in there. There's like millions of murders that he's also listening to. Yeah, and they'll they'll have some effect on him. <laughs> At some stage, like, as he said, if he takes it a soul, he becomes nauseous and gets very, very sick. And so it has to be a situation where it's last resort. We need to get this person out of the way. That's, I, I, I can understand that. Mm. Um, he also has a telepathic bond with the suit. Like all of those who've trained in the use of the suit, Rory has formed a rudimentary telepathic bond with the Ragman costume. He can communicate with the suit's collective personality. Though he speaks out loud, only he can hear the suit's replies. Rory also uses this trait to summon the suit to him over short distances. Um, and also he can teleport. Because this, he has super leave, leaping, so the suit... The suit gives him a way that he can kind of teleport out, or it just moves to some other area where there are evil souls. That's pr- that's pretty handy. Yeah. In a fight. Um, in a fight, yeah. And as I said, the one piece of trivia I have is that Ragman is one of few su- Jewish superheroes in the DC or Marvel universes. Yeah, that's, and it's like quite tied to his character as well, which is nice. Yeah, and, and I think that he's probably the most outright Jewish person. I, I didn't know, like, the thing was Jewish when I was doing the research for this, but I think a lot of people, they kind of just assume they're Catholic. <laughs> I think it's never even said, but he it's nice that they have, like, this character is, that's his history. Like, that's where he comes from. Yeah, and, like, it, it's, for a character like Daredevil, he's very tied to being Catholic, so it's nice to see uh, 
so you know someone's heritage being worked into their superhero identity yeah and so that's it for my report on ragman he's also in arrow season five if you want to go watch that but he's not as good <laughs> well arrow's not as good in season five <laughs> definitely not no that, that was a really good report connor well mm. done you've educated me on a very cool man Yes. Uh, do you want to take us out, Sean? Yes, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Hero or Zero. Zero. We will be back on Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays, Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, and next Friday with another episode of Hero or Zero. Uh, we also be- have uh, a Lazarus pick coming out. Yes, we do. That should be out this weekend? Probably at some stage this weekend or early next week. Yes, it will be out. It, we were covering Batman and Robin, the classic. Because we hate ourselves. <laughs> yes. So uh, look forward to that if you're one of our Patreon supporters who support us over on patreon.com slash years for higher podcast. There's a whole bunch of Lazarus pits, which are where we talk about an old movie. There's a whole bunch of them up on there. And everyone who supports us over there is the nicest human. So thank you very much. Um yeah. We are also on all the social medias, they're all linked in the description, or you can email us heroesforhire underscore at outlook.com. Uh, but the best way you can support the show is by telling one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. Just the one, I was Nobody, waiting for you to say. No more. Be, no more, we can't take the fandom, guys. <laughs> uh, but I think that's so, about it. Yeah, I think so. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Meehan. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.